In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today is the last Friday of the Great Lent, and today the Gospel is from Luke chapter 13. And the, the Gospel of today begins saying, On that very day some Pharisees came to, came to him saying, Get out and depart from, he, from Herod, for Herod wants to kill you. For Herod wants to kill you. And I think this is a great way to start, Yanni. We're going into the Holy Week. And many people wanted to kill the Lord. And one of the things I was wondering is, why would Herod want to kill the Lord? Why did Herod want to... Why did anyone want to kill the Lord? What did the Lord do to deserve any of this evil? He didn't do anything, but yet because of the evil that was in the heart of these people, this is what caused them to want to kill the Lord. And that's why the Lord mourned for their evil in the heart of these people. He said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones the ones who are sent to her. And in the Gospel of St. Matthew, before our Lord Jesus Christ said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets, the Lord actually said, Therefore, indeed, I send you prophets, wise men, scribes. Some of them you will kill and crucify. Some of them you will scourge in your synagogues and persecute from city to city. That on you may come all the righteous blood shed on the earth. From the blood of the righteous Abel to the blood of Zechariah, the son of Berechiah, whom you murdered between the temple and the altar. And as I was meditating on, on this, the O Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophet, and the blood of Zechariah, it reminded me of the blood of another Zechariah that was killed by a wicked king. Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada. You guys know who that is? Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada. The king's name, the wicked king that killed Zechariah, the son of Jehoiada, his name was Joash. And Joash took the throne of Judah when he was seven years old. Seven years old. And he was raised by Jehoiada, the high priest. And this king, Joash, ruled for 40 years. And Jehoiada, Jehoiada, the high priest, mentored this young king, Joash, his whole life. And while Jehoiada was living, Joash was a very righteous king. And he did everything sah. But when Jehoiada departed, what happened to Joash? Forgot everything that Jehoiada had done for him. And he started to erect the, the pagan altars and started to do everything that, like, that was so wicked. And so it's written in the, in the Bible, it says, so, when, so the people stopped worshipping in the temple of the Lord, the God of their ancestors, and began to worship idols in the images of the goddess Asherah. Their guilt for these sins brought the Lord's anger on Judah and Jerusalem. Then the Lord, when he saw that Joash, this king, had gone like any he sent to him many prophets to try to bring him back to repentance. And even then, after the prophets failed to bring this person back, the Lord sent 
Zechariah. Zechariah is none other than the son of Jehoiada, the high priest. And so if you think about Zechariah and Joash, to me they are like yani, brothers, both raised by the same father. And so Zechariah, I'm sure, went to King Joash, and he had, should have had a special place in the heart of Joash. But when Joash, like, uh, when Joash saw him, and when Zechariah spoke to him, Zechariah said this, The Lord God asks you, why have you disobeyed his commandments, and are bringing disaster on yourselves? You are bringing this disaster on yourselves. And you abandoned him, so he has abandoned you. Because you have abandoned him, he has abandoned you. And actually, what Zechariah said is very similar to what the Lord Jesus Christ said. He said, how often I wanted to gather the children together as a hen gathers her brood under my wings, but you were not, you were not willing. See, your house will left to, is left to you desolate. Joash, in response to the words of Zechariah, you know what he does? He stones him. And where does he stone him? He stones him in the temple, in the courtyard of the temple. And I think there's many lessons that you can read from this gospel and from this story of Jehoiada and Joash. Number one is how important it is to be surrounded by holy people. To be constantly surrounded by holy people. This Joash, he was yani, surrounded by the high priest and he lived a very righteous life. But after this high priest departed and he was surrounded by scoundrels and other wise people, so quick was he to forget all of the advice that Jehoiada had given to him. So it's a reminder to us to see, wow, we really need to have like a good environment. We need to have people that lift us up, that encourage us in the way of godliness. Number two, it teaches us, no matter who your teacher was, or what you were, it doesn't matter what you did in the past. What matters is what you do, now and what you are going to do in the future. Yani Joash had a great teacher and he actually did amazing service for the temple. And he, he did renovations to the temple and the Lord was so proud of Joash. But all the things that he did in the past doesn't count for anything. Yani he and say, I did all the things in the past and he said, well, then what did you do? Like, his past actually condemns him more than it gives, brings him innocence. Because the Lord will say, look at all the good things you did in the past. <laughs> like, why now you didn't do, why didn't you continue doing good things? So actually, the fact that he didn't continue doing good things, I feel brings condemnation to him. And so, I feel that many people, they start off good. They do many good things in the past. They do many good services in the past. They did good services in Egypt in a life long time ago. As then, now, what is your service? What did you do? God's going to ask you about now. What did you do? Not what you did in the past. So everyone should think about the present now. What is their service to the church? Another lesson that we see from this story, how God is always sending 
like messengers and prophets to us to bring us to repentance. Always sending us. And Zechariah wasn't the first prophet. And he was always sending prophets because he loves Joash and he wants Joash to be good. And this is from the lineage of David. And he wants the king to, to reign. But he says, because you have done this, you are bringing the evil upon yourself. I think so often we reject the word of God in our life. And we turn a blind eye to it. And no matter how many times we turn, God is always saying, wake up. I want, to, I want you this. I want you. Be good. Time to repent. It's time to change. It's time to do better. And we always, yani we're like Joash, and we reject the word of God. Another lesson that we get from Joash is how we should respond when someone confronts us. If someone confronts us, what should we behave? How should we act? Should we stone them? That's what Joash did. No one likes to be told that they're wrong. And that's why all the prophets were stoned. <laughs> because no one likes, had you like it, you're wrong. Enter wrong, enter wrong. And no one likes it to say I'm wrong. But even though we don't like it, sometimes we all need to hear it. Now, I know I need to hear it. We all need to hear it. We all need to hear sometimes we're wrong. And instead of stoning, you know, or casting, maybe we should ask ourselves, is this true? And if we are not sure if this criticism is true, we can ask others. We can ask other wise people. Do you think this is true? Do you think this is true? Do you think this is true? Am I wrong? I think Joash could have been like King David when Nathan confronted him of his sin. David said, I've sinned. Forgive me. I'm wrong. Joash should have learned this, 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 this lesson. Janus and Jambres is written, it's, this is written in the Catholic epistle today. It says, as Janus and Jambres resisted Moses, so do these resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds, disapproved concerning the faith, they will progress no further, for their folly will be manifest to all, as theirs was also also. I think, do we want to hear truth, or do we just want to surround ourselves with people who tell us what we want to hear? Lastly, I think we should be a people of mercy and not of blood. A people of mercy and not of blood. One of the beautiful prophecies from this morning was from Genesis. And in the book of Genesis that we read this morning, it was about Jacob departing. And when Jacob departed, the brothers of Joseph had a thought. They thought after Jacob departs, oh man, Joseph is going to give it to us for all the things that we did to him, for all the years that we did. And so, this is what it says, when Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, perhaps Joseph will hate us and may actually repay us for all the evil which we did to him. So they sent messengers to Joseph saying, before your father died, he commanded saying, thus you shall say to Joseph, I beg you, please forgive the trespass of your brother and their sin, for they did evil to you. Now please forgive the trespass of the servants of the God of your father. And you know what the response of Joseph was? And I love this response. 
He says the beautiful verse, they meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. But his first response was, he just cried. He just cried. So compassionate. and He was like, how am I, I'm not going to, why would I want to hurt you? I'm not, I'm not, like, what do I benefit though? And I, full of mercy, full of compassion. And Joseph said to them, do not be afraid. He said, for am I in the place of God? But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. And I feel that we need to have this heart that Joseph had. The one so quick to forgive. The one so quick to be reconciled. And Joash, he did not have this heart. Did not have a compassionate heart. Did not have a caring heart. Did not, did not have forgiving heart. Joash became very selfish. Like only thinking about himself, his kingdom. And I think the comparison between these two men is striking. Two men, they have power. Joseph and Joash. Joseph. Joseph. Forgives people worthy of death. Joseph forgives people worthy of death. And Joash condemns people worthy of life. Are you people of mercy or are you people of blood? The people who said, Herod wants to kill you, these were people of blood. They wanted to kill the Lord. Why? Don't people of blood, no caring, no compassionate, no mercy, nothing good in their heart. Today we want to remember to be, surround ourselves by, by wise people, by Christian people. By God-fearing people. Remember that your past is good. It's good that you did good things in the past. It's good you did good service in the past. But that's not an excuse for now. Not to do it now. God's going to ask you now. What are you doing now? Number three, God is always sending a word to us. Are you listening to the word that God is sending you? Four, when someone confronts you, do you listen? Or do you quick to pick up stones? And are you a people of mercy or are you a people of blood? I hope as we end the Holy Week and we go into, uh, as, we, as we end the Great Lent and go into the Holy Week, I think we can meditate and think about these things. And glory be to God forever. Amen. Amen.